Welcome back to Fitness or Fiction. Today, you know, two friends are just going to discuss the liver king. And I wanted to discuss the liver king with you, sir, because, uh, you know, it's a very, it's uh, it's all over the fitness industry right now. So if you don't know who the liver king is, we're going to uh, give you a little brief description. We're going to have a little chit chat about it. I'm sure you'll have some thoughts and we're curious on maybe what your thoughts are too. So cue the intro. Welcome back to Fitness or Fiction, a podcast dedicated to cutting through the hype of the health and fitness industry. Every week, we dig into a new topic and help you wade through the real information to make solid decisions on your fitness journey. So, the Liver King. You know who the Liver King is, Curtis? I know the Liver King. His name is Brian Johnson. Yep. Mr. Brian Johnson. And he lives in Texas, does he not? Yes. Why Um, does he have a, like... Scandinavian type accent and beard it's all a part of his his show his his brand if you will mm. so if you don't know too much about the liver king he blew up on social media in less than a year he got 1.7 million followers so he wasn't even on the internet until like like may of last year or something and uh, all of a sudden he just kind of popped on the internet he kind of was doing some viral stuff he had a phenomenal physique just jacked like super jacked like a big viking yeah, his abs were like squares this big yeah he's got bricks for abs huge pecs huge shoulders and uh he he attributed everything all of his gains to his primal lifestyle yes so things that he uh created was uh his nine ancestral tenants I don't know all of them, but like some of them were like connecting your feet to the earth. And I think some of them were good, like getting sun. He'd be like, yeah, get sunlight, connect your feet to the earth. Um, Because liver is king, he wants you to eat liver every single day raw. Uh, He was promoting a lot of like raw meat consumption and things like that. Why raw? I don't know. I thought the nutrients would be more bioavailable when they're cooked, but you know, that's why we we adapted to do that because then we can process more yeah um so he got really viral from doing like he got a big following from doing viral things and some of those viral things that he would like be with his shirt off with like a a head uh, a headdress of some dead animal oh yeah on his head i saw and he would walk down like the new york times strip like doing bicep curls and looking at everybody and like everyone was like oh like and he was like he just like he blew up on the scene he was just popping up everywhere Everywhere he goes is with his shirt off, and because he got a little bit viral, he got uh, invited to some of the bigger podcasts spread across the YouTubes, and uh, people were always asking him, like, it was always a big game show, though, like, everyone's like, oh, man, like, so you do steroids? And he's like, no, I don't do steroids, I don't like the stuff, I don't touch the stuff, nothing, and uh, always on the YouTube shows, like, they would, like, he would, they'd be like, so you really eat, like, testicles and liver? And he'd be like, yeah, I brought some, and they'd all eat, like, it was a big, big show. Yeah. Right? Um... So he was just exposed recently with leaked emails of him reaching out to bodybuilding coaches requesting guidance on his growth hormone and his steroid stacks. Yeah, when people act surprised that he was not natural, I'm like, man, did you know the sky's blue as well? (laughs) Like, there's limits to what a a physique looks like. Like yeah. the the human physique doesn't look like that. Like look at old time strongmen; they were doing the best they could to get as much meat on their bones as they could, and that's what they could muster. That's what a well trained man would look like. 
Yeah, and see, like, so when that, those questions came up and stuff, he would just, like, complain to everybody that they didn't live his lifestyle of, like, waking up, connecting his feet to the earth, getting sunlight, eating raw food. Um, he is, like, he's kind of a nerd, though. He was rich, though, before he got this 1.7 million followers. He was already a wealthy person, but in his house, he's like, we have no Wi-Fi signals because the EMF signals kind of, like, better call Saul. And, like, the brother who didn't like all the, like, the Wi-Fi signals and stuff. He's like, oh, I sleep on, uh, he slept on pallets. Like just wood with some blankets. It's his ancestral lifestyle. It increases testosterone to a point where he's that Jack Curtis. You're just low testosterone. I think that people just want to believe that. Wouldn't that be cool to believe? Like all I have to do is like buck up and just lay on wood and Well, I believe I think it'd be cool to believe that Harry Potter existed too, but Well you know, there's some people that are really into Harry Potter and even play Quidditch. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, but it, well, it, bro, I was talking to Diane about that where I was like, you know, J.K. Rowling made broomstick riding cool for guys. You know how she did it? She invented football on broomsticks. <laughs> right? Yeah, broomstick football. That's And all of a sudden, guys were like, down, get me a broomstick. Yeah. Wait well, a second, there's a game that you can, like, hurt people in? Yeah, <laughs> let's do it. Well, yeah, we're getting back to this guy. Like, I, I do think that people want to believe that there's like a shortcut that like it, it's a, it's a part of human existence to want to believe that there's a shortcut to somewhere you want to get to. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, that's why this whole, the whole hack to get here. Like, why is that so interesting for us? Well, because basically I can reason through a way to get around the way that I know is true, which is struggling through the process of getting Hard that work. Right. Like and it's it's a fact of human existence that we see the the willingness to want to believe something like that. Right. Yeah. But like here's here's the thing. I'm going to turn the corner on this one. I don't hate the guy. Like what he was doing was a marketing campaign. And I think the biggest problem with it is the consumers or the people at large on the Internet were consuming it. Yeah. And you need to be very conscious of the idea that if you're going to consume something like that, that you are lending credence to it. So if you don't want to see it, like if you do want to see it, then absolutely engage and enjoy. You can you can laugh, you can love it, you can do whatever you want, I don't care. But like if you don't think that people should be able to do that and make that much money through essentially a scam, oh, my primal lifestyle lets me do this, and it's like $12,000 a month, wasn't it, that he was spending on juice? Yeah, so his steroid cycle was twelve grand monthly. Yeah, and I don't, I don't hate him for that either at all. Like p- probably telling people that you didn't do it when you did, it's like you're giving them false hope. Well, you can get here by just doing what I do, and it's like, well, better tell them about the cycle. And like, I have a good friend that he he went and did really well at a bodybuilding contest. It was his first one, and he's like, yeah, here's all the PEDs that I used. Here's my diet. Here's my exercise. He was really upfront, and I don't, I don't care about drug use at all. It's like, yeah, go for it. It's fine, but like. If you're going to sell to people, you can do what I did. You have to tell them the whole story is, is my only critique. Yeah. For me, again, I'm on the same boat as you. Don't really care too much about the drugs, but they ask, like, why he did it. Like, why did you do it? And he's like, well, I did it to help all the people who are depressed and who are killing themselves and all the young men and boys who are, like, suffering. And I'm like, no, you didn't, bro. You did it to get millions because you made hundreds of millions of dollars from your supplement company. So... Like, it was a sham or, like, snake oil he was essentially selling. Like, regardless of the drugs and the juice and the sauce and look like me and all that shit, again, like, so, like, again, half of his following, um, when I look at his social media profile, the comments on the videos he makes, like, he's gone back to, so he made an apology video, and then he's just gone back to the same old shit he was doing. But he's already got the audience now, and it hasn't dropped. So he's lost zero followers, and half the following or comments are, like, 
you're a piece of crap and then half the other followers are like i love you and you're the best and i still support you so like regardless of what he did he he reached this like pinnacle level of success and crazy financial success but he did in kind of a shady way yeah, well, that's the part that I have a hard time with, like misleading people. Like he probably got some people to start doing some healthy things, like getting sunlight and whatever else, eat less garbage, even eating raw meat, like whatever. If it doesn't hurt you, it's protein, man. I can get behind that. He's not telling them to eat fries every day, mm-hmm. so I can get behind it. But I think one of the things that he did that's super smart is he just, when he did his apology video, he's like, I need to be better. I don't know if that's... Enough? I don't know if that's... Um, enough penance i guess in some ways but like at the end of the day what's he gonna do like i think that's the better way to handle it he could have been like screw you i made my money whatever but he was like oh no i need to be better i think on some level the guy does want to help so it's like that's the thing i don't hate him but like i i actually i'm i'm almost indifferent about the whole thing because people are like can you believe he did that i'm like yes i can there was there was tons of financial um, benefit for him Motivation. on that side. It would yeah. be hard to say no to that. Mm-hmm. And then on the other side, like if you can't tell that that guy is enhanced, shame on you in some ways for me. Uh, and if you have a problem with that, then, well, you should have had a problem with that before too. So like this whole thing doesn't hit me like it hits some people. I'm like, no, he's still the same guy he was for me. It's like something came out that was always true. And like, yeah, he should have done more, but he handled it really well. It's like, well, if you still want to follow him, then you're still buying into what he's created. And listen, if that's helping you and you're getting better, then fine. I don't care. Yeah. The arguments that I saw from other podcasters, because I watched some like YouTubers talk about him because he was the hot topic because he blew up so quick was, uh, A, like he's like, he's doing this for all the depressed little boys and girls who kill themselves and blah, blah, blah. But he's also setting unrealistic standards and expectations. Like what happens when they start eating liver and they start buying his supplements, but they go nowhere with it. Cause dude, I thought when I, when I was like 16, 17, I thought if I took creatine, I was going to blow up. Yeah. I, I remember and that. If you look at me right now, I haven't blown up Curtis. <laughs> <laughs> I, my, my big thing is with all of this stuff is that there's so many other people that are trying to go about things the right way, but the the general consumer wants so badly to believe what he's hawking that there's people that are going about things the right way and they will not get the same following without doing the, oh, the revolutionary never seen before, like without the hype, yeah. it's hard to get the outcome, which is why I think we see this, which is still the hype. You no, know, it's not the consumer's fault by any stretch, but for me... Um, it still comes back to the consumer doesn't realize their power. The other thing, so there's a couple things that I want to tell you about him too, is uh, A, his workout protocol was intense. Like he does a lot of things right. Like you don't just do $12,000 of steroids and look like him. He works out pretty hard. So totally. prior yeah. to uh, his his emails to the coaches was like, I work out twice a day and I murder myself. And he's like, he wakes up in the morning, murders himself, eats a high protein breakfast, does some steroids, uh, rests a little bit <laughs> and uh, does another workout, a grueling workout, does some steroids and eats some more food. And then like, and then like he does a lot of good works on his business, spends time with his kids, gets like downtime and meditative time. So he worked really hard. One thing that was funny in the email that a lot of people, cause he's like, oh, you know, in his apologies, like I didn't know if this was the intention to do this. You know, we were just trying to like change some lives but in his email it was like to the bodybuilding coach like curtis i need to be as jacked as mother effingly possible and i have a goal of hitting one million followers and less like everything was intentional so like what he did he surpassed his own expectations but what he achieved was exactly what he wanted but in his apology 
he was like, oh, you know, it just kind of happened. Like, yeah, well, so there was a little well, bit I of. Think uh, we got we got to break a piece apart there, though. I I think that the the common view out there is that if you take steroids, that all of a sudden everything just changes and you're crazy and whatever. There is, it does help, but it helps mainly with recovery. So if you want to make that stuff really effective, you're going to have to put in the hard work. So this is not a replacement for hard work. It's an enhancement of the hard work. Mm -hmm. So I think that's only fair to say instead of just crapping on the guy. But um, even doing those two workouts a day without the steroids, I, I don't think he'd be able to recover from that for very long. Not so at like, his age. Yeah, absolutely. That's going to help you a ton. And that's why I think being forthcoming with what you're actually doing is super important. Yeah. But, you know, like he set out a goal to get as many followers as he could and whatever else. And I don't, I don't know if the guy really hurt anybody. The, the biggest thing that I would see is like unrealistic expectations tend to be bad, especially for younger people. Mm-hmm. But there's a lot of people that fell victim to this being like, oh, no, man, there's a way to get that jacked without. It's like, man, no. The way that he looks is like. Well, you know next too level. the uh, publicity that he was getting. Like uh, he was on Mark Bell's podcast. You know yeah. Mark Bell, yeah. and uh, he was really itching to try to get on Joe Rogan. Like Joe Rogan was saying, like uh, he was showing up to his events, and like Joe Rogan securities was stopping him. Like and his boys being like, "No, you guys don't get to talk to Joe." Like f off. And he was going up to the UFC event, like events and like sitting in front row, like trying to get Joe's attention. Like, let me on your podcast because he wanted more exposure because he was he was thriving, man. And uh, Joe, like you have so you have guys like Mark Bell. I think Mark Bell's a relatively intelligent guy in the community. Yeah, he is. I'm pretty. When when Liver King was telling Mark Bell I'm not on steroids, Mark Bell's like, oh, yeah. Like, it seemed like he kind of was very accepting of it rather than being like, get the fuck out of here. Well, see, that comes back to how, how much do you really want to push? Like, do you, do you want to get on your own podcast and be a jerk to somebody? Mm-hmm. And, like, I can respect that. It's like, well, this is what he said. I'm going to take him at what he said, and I'm not going to force him to say other stuff. Yeah. There's some podcasts where people press pretty hard. Yeah. I don't like to use that sort of thing against people. I wouldn't do that to somebody on our podcast. Yeah. Um, so I can, I can appreciate that. But, yeah, you know, the guy was taking some big steps to get the exposure that he did, and I hope that the way things went right now don't beat him up too bad because it, it it can be a hard fall for some folks up there, you know? Yeah. Like people often look at, well, he made this much money. He's got his life made. It's like, yeah, th- there's a lot of steps along the way that are going to be tough. And, you know, one of the things is when you do that much to your body, that stuff's hard for me. And I treated my body pretty darn good and mm. I still got my stuff to deal with. Yeah. And so when I see other people crap on their body or do things that I consider really hard on your body, they get away with it. It's kind of... It's tough on on that perspective for me, but at the end of the day, like this guy's going to have to deal with the outcomes of this, and it's going to be tough for him. So it's going down the whole rabbit hole, though, of all the celebrities taking the sauce and like not talking about it, and uh, like if it's hitting Joe Rogan's podcast, which is still the biggest podcast, Joe Rogan's calling some celebrities out, not calling them out, but he's like, "Oh, the Liver King got busted. Dwayne the Rock Johnson, he should come out clean right now too, then, because uh, like he's full of shit." And Chris Hemsworth for doing Thor, like both of those guys were just insanely, insanely yoked, and the Rock's like. Everything I do now, all my training is about longevity. Like, it's all about longevity. And it's like, is it? Like, all the juice you're doing is for your longevity? Like, it's all kind of like, it's, it's, I don't know if that's actually going to make a difference at all. Like, a guy like as big as Joe Rogan calling out the other big guys, or if they're all just going to turn a blind eye to it and everyone's just going to move past it and move through. But there was some movie stars like Mickey Rourke. He did that movie, The Wrestler. And he was like, yeah, I was on a lot of sauce, man. Holy. And he was just straight up about it. Yeah, well, it's 
it's a really interesting thing because our culture is still trying to figure out. And it's like, how do you say that somebody's for sure on steroids? Like you hear people talk about CrossFit athletes. How can they recover from this and that and whatever? And I don't like to be the guy that says, well, they're definitely on sauce or anything like that. But at the same time, we're still trying to come to terms as a culture with, you know, what is possible without support. Yeah. And I think that's, yeah. (laughs) Enhanced. <laughs> it's is that super troopers yeah yeah there's it's, it's just the thing where like we're trying to work through what is actually possible without and i think a lot of people want to believe you can get really far really quick without and that's that's what he capitalized him mm-hmm. and i don't hate him for it but i for me i just laugh when somebody's like oh man i thought that he was just eating lots of liver and that's where he was at and i'm like yeah he also no. liked to sun his balls he liked to uh spread his legs to the almighty sun and get it directly on Th- that's not a real thing that's 100 percent one something that he used to do <laughs> curtis <laughs> come on now i'm serious yeah he would talk oh, about like sun you, gotta, you gotta sun it get the sun on there get the vitamin d inside it oh man that there was a lot of weird stuff a lot of good stuff too again like <laughs> You was know, that one of the good things? <laughs> I, I don't think that's one of his an, like ancestral tenants, but he talked about it, man. It's like it's oh, jokes. Oh, that is funny. That but, is uh, funny. Yeah, yeah, it's an interesting story. If you guys are interested or if you're interested, if you're bored, it is a lot of time. But there's a guy on YouTube called More Plates, More Dates. He's the guy that made the initial exposure video. And it uh, it was actually really well done. It was like maybe 20 minutes long, if I remember. But it was very well done. He had like a, some high-level videographers kind of throw it together so it shows you a glimpse of the liver king story and how he came up and some of the crap he did to market himself up to the emails and then the guy goes into detail about like the nine different drugs he was taking and how much like like he was taking ridiculous amounts of growth hormone or the like the bodybuilding coach was like jesus you don't need that much growth hormone that's insane like why is he taking that much well you know it's interesting because a lot of people too when they hear somebody's on steroids they think it's one thing and like when you look at like the Olympia stage or some of these stages where we know that they're using stuff, it's not just one thing. It's, it's, there's, it's a very calculated thing to get your body to do that, right? Mm. So it's like, oh, steroids, oh, it's a catch-all. It's like, no, no, no. Like there's a lot that goes into this, like planning, execution, diet, exercise, whatever. I don't want to take away from anybody because I don't think that's fair, but uh at the same time, I do think it's interesting that our culture is having to work as hard as they are to really understand what that actually means. Like when you see somebody that looks like that, it's like, oh, it's he's probably taking some clenbuterol. It's like, well, probably going to need to... Among nine other things. Yeah, exactly. So again, like I got no hate towards the dude. I know some people are really spitting venom. I'm not a big supporter. I'm not throwing hate at the guy. It's like, well, listen, he's doing what social media allows you to do, and it worked out for him in a lot of ways. I hope that I was this doesn't hit him too hard. I actually was wondering if there was a legal, some kind of like legal battle that could be brought to him for the fact that uh, he outwardly lied, lied about it and profited so much. I don't really know, but it was a curiosity of mine if somebody could come at him for it in some way, somehow. Uh, in the States and lawsuits and stuff, he's in <laughs> Texas, is he not? Yeah, you never know. I, I don't know either, but yeah. I hope he's all right. It's Regardless, if you do want to assume you're going against like a hundred millionaire now, so good luck. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks for this chat. Uh, again, more plates, more dates on uh, YouTube. That was where the video was. It was interesting if you uh, want to get more on the story. But thanks for your input, good sir. Likewise. Thanks for joining us this week. We appreciate your support. If you enjoyed this episode, we'd love it if you would subscribe, follow, and throw us a like on YouTube, Spotify, or Apple Podcasts.